Welcome back to Uncorked, another podcast brought to you by Team Corker, and it is the last day of February 2023. It is not a leap year, and it's Seth and Steph on the mic today. Hey, Seth. Hi, Steph. <laughs> Been a hot minute, and we're nearly 20% of the way through this sweet year, and it always feels like a beautiful time to say, just, how are you today? Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful day. Not that when it's not beautiful, I don't feel great. And I just want to highlight that when it's so clear out and the sun is shining, it's like a flower growing towards the sun. I just feel like I need to go and like open my eyes wider and appreciate my surroundings. So today I feel really great. Yes. Solar powered. I have a view of some mountains that are just like glistening with snow. It feels like winter on top of mountains. And to your point though, like literally flowers are bursting out of the ground. So I'm like spring, like there's a new vibe coming, you know, this day also marks it's not spring equinox. What happens when we move our, we spring ahead, we change Mm -hmm. the clocks in the Northern hemisphere. And I'm wondering how that feels for you. What is your experience with daylight right now? I haven't Mm. really thought about it. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, when it gets dark and when it gets light and waking up in the morning and going like all of that. Yes, exactly. Well, I mean, it's interesting. I really just go with the flow. Mm. And when I'm tired, Mm. I go to bed. And when I'm awake, I stay awake, Yeah, you know, and some mornings I wake up really early and some mornings I'm like, today I need a bit more sleep. So I don't know. I really am in tune with what I need versus what I have to do or should do. Ah, beautiful. Beautiful. I know, right? Well, it's so beautiful because I think that when you are so in tune, it's like, you're so tapped in, you're so present. You're like, right in this moment, I must sleep. And what I will share is not from a forcing perspective. It's like watching a crocus come for spring. And you're like, are they forcing their way through the soil? Or is this just happening for them? I am really excited for the daylight to be longer. Because what I find right now is I'm like chasing daylight to get a run in. And then I want to come back and wrap a few things up with work in the dark and knowing that there's just a little bit more daylight, not necessarily sunshine, just daylight. You know, it's only less than two weeks away now. I will tell you, I am really excited for daylight and I don't care about the weather. It can pour rain. Just give me a little bit of light. I'm here yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Now I ask about this because you have declared several really awesome juicy goals for 2023, and you are also in the work and the practice of sharing goals, helping others articulate their goals. And, you know, we're always talking about when I share goals, how does that land for you? And when you share goals, how does that make me feel? And when we get to have these conversations on the pod, I just have this sinking feeling in my heart, like, one other person in the world that's listening to this may relate to your experience or my experience. And together we can make it either a safe place or a beautiful place to be exactly who we are. So goals that are not weather dependent always feel really important to me. And goals that we're really excited about in some cases that keep us up at night or that wake us up in the morning can also have some energy, some inertia. And so 
let's dive in. I want to hear about a 2023 goal. I'm going to start with and plant the seed. I want to hear about your book goal for 2023, 20% through the year. How's it going? What are you up to? Yeah. Thanks, Steph. I mean, so I declared a goal this year to read. So my original goal was 20. And then I read a book and it was like, just double all of your goals and see what happens. And I was like, okay, this feels super outrageous to me. Your initial goal was to read 20 books in 2023. Is that right? Yes. Yes. 20 books in 2023. So for context, that's like just under two books a month. And the first book you read said, go double your goals. And so now it's 40 books, just over three books a month. You're committed right. to reading. Okay. Right. Okay. Got it. Outrageous. So outlandish. Outright. Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, let's just see how this goes. I wanted to more experiment with. So when I hear things from people, because one of my values is growth and also persistence, however, it's, I'm finding the word. It's not hard work. However, it's determination. So I have a big goal around determination. So I said, let me try what this feels like to even shift my perspective to think about what 40 would feel like versus 20. Because I get really curious about personal development and I want to know, okay, what's the difference between 20? Would I be as into the goal as if 40? Another example is a half marathon, which is very challenging for me to even figure out how people do that. And imagine if I said a marathon, what would my training then do? So let's go back to the book. So then it became 40 and I'm on my sixth book. Now, two of the books, the one that I'm reading right now, and one that I read in January are over 500 pages. So these are not like I'm not counting the books. I also read with my kids at night, which are 200 pages. You know, this is like, I'm taking it on. I did want to cheat at one point. I asked my husband, can I count this 500 page book as two books? He's like, no. (laughs) So I'm on my sixth book. Your sixth book, you're right on schedule, right on plan. And you have just for context, which is beautiful numbers. You have 34 books to go, which is still more than your original goal. Yet you're making progress. This is awesome. This is like serious dense. Okay. And I want to just reflect back that every time you talk about the books you're reading, you are lost in these pages. I mean, you will come and you would think every book is a holy grail. And there is something in there that we all need one nugget we all need to hear. And so it's like you are just wrapped in what you're learning, which is so beautiful. And there's no complaint. It's not like I'm struggling, even though there was a book in there that you're like, oh, this might not totally resonate. You're like, oh, done that book on to the next one. So I'm curious about the joy in this journey. Mm. And if you can share the joy and it sounds like it's very intentional and I could be wrong. It's very intentional because when I look at why this goal is important, and so I do believe that the why is really important and why is that it's important for me to value my growth. And also me time, you know, as all of the labels that we place on ourselves, there's so many other things I could be doing with that time. And that's what I share with people when they're like, how? I'm like, you know, if I say yes to reading, I'm actually saying no to other things. And sometimes it means not vacuuming. (laughs) 
Sometimes it means not cleaning a room. So I just created these little rituals that keeps me in the goal and brings me so much joy. So when I read, I get my heat pad and I put it on my shins, you know, cause I also work on my running goal. And so it's just like pure joy. And you know what the coolest thing is, is so I am a reader. I, I mean, I'm labeling myself. I like to read last year. My daughter said to me, mom, I never see you reading a book at the, like we were away on vacation. I don't see you reading a book at the pool. And that kind of went, oh shoot, when did I stop reading? Mm. What have I filled my time with? And last year I felt really busy. Mm. So this year the goal is reading and it means so much more. Yeah. Absolutely. So the cool thing that has happened is my whole family reads. We sit at night in our rooms and we read. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, to support your goal, I went to a book exchange earlier this year and was like, I'm just going to find my favorite books because this girl is reading so many books. She better find something good and we just need to pass them over. And I trust that you won't read anything you don't want to. And yet I don't have any doubt in my mind, you will read 40 books. And that is amazing. That is absolutely so cool. I'm hitting the pause button on this sweet episode to tell you about something that you might like. Our newsletter, we call it The Corkboard. It has all things juicy, whether you are looking to keep in touch between episodes or find out more about our coaching, development, or hot new jobs that we're working on. The link is in our show notes. Your inbox is sacred and your time is too. So now let's get back to the episode. I do want to ask what your favorite book is. One of the first books that I read, and this is interesting because I got a couple book gifts, you know, when someone comes over and they give you a gift or someone, you know, makes an effort to give you a book. And so one of the books that I got on New Year's Eve was a book called Impact. It's a local author, Al Etzmansky, and it talks about the six patterns to spread your social innovation. I just am so inspired that this was one of the first books that I read because it's something that I would never pick up. Mm. And it talked all about social innovation in your communities, making an impact. It talks about business and economic power. And so I was just like, this is a whole new world that I haven't really sunk my teeth in. So it opened my eyes. So, you know, favorite, they're all awesome. Like there's nuggets, like you said, like I'm inspired by all of them, but this impact book. And I love that they're a local and that I learned so much. Mm-hmm. So these books have been like opening different parts of my brain, you know, like new perspectives, yeah. which I love. And then every oh. week I come to you and I'm like, this is what I've learned. What do I, why don't we do this? Yes, you really do. It's so, so inspiring. And I think, you know, we speak to the power of sharing goals. It puts seeds in the world. It helps grow the goal. And the ugly side of sharing goals is when people take your goal on personally and either think I could never read 40 books in a year. Who am I to not read 40 books in a year? I'm not a reader, perhaps throwing judgment back on you for whatever that means for them. It has nothing to do with you, of course. And I'm just calling those out as fair reactions that other people have to anyone sharing any goal. And I share that from the place of it's so powerful to realize the power in sharing goals. You have inspired me to pick up a book. And I think I have read three books over the course of two months and all three (laughs) have been podcast guests. So one book, 
was our recent guest just last week, Lauren Fleshman, wrote Good for a Girl. I couldn't put it down. She was phenomenal. She made me stay up too late. And it was a part memoir, part running journey of her own. Two weeks prior to that, we had Lindsay Corbin on the podcast, and she's a retired professional triathlete. And she said a book that has really made a dent in her life is called Icky Guy. And she had sent me Icky Guy. And I read that in two days. I couldn't stop. I laid in bed Sunday morning to finish the book. And then another book was sent by a dear friend, which is still a secret squirrel. And it was an ebook, and it will be out in print in May. And I cried. And so. All I have to say is books make dents in our hearts. They're here for sharing. They're here for learning. And it's so powerful. And I'm so inspired by the fact that you have rearranged your life. When you're waiting in a waiting room, you're reading your book. When you wake up in the morning, when you come to a meeting, you are generating so much goodness in my life to be a recipient Mm -hmm. of you chasing your goal. And I hope that if you're listening to this podcast, you also realize that when you're in the act of your goals, you never know the ripple of just how inspiring it will be for other people. And so that's, I know people look at the goal, like you say, and then relate it to ourselves. We do that for everything. So, Oh, that, and then we interpret it as would I do it? Would I not, can I do it? Would I not like, and so what I always encourage and what I practice is if someone has a goal the best leadership tool we have is just to come with nothing. Don't think about anything. You don't have to try it on. Right. And then just celebrate that person and, and ask, how can I support you? Like, and so this 40 number is not to make anyone go, Oh, I could never do that. I would never want that because some people don't read. They listen to audio or that's not even a goal. And you know what? That's so okay. And that's why the why is important. And the other cool thing I will share is I'm really big into connection, probably from the impact book and the intra connected book that was challenging for me to read. And I just formed a book club and that was new for me. I've never done it. I've never been in one. And I'm just like, all these people came out of the woodwork and we're like, I want to be part of your book club. And it's just so fun. So freaking cool. (laughs) I love it. Well, I have to ask one other question because you kick this off by sharing that you're doubling down on your goals. And I'm wondering if there is a goal that when you looked at and you said, okay, I'm going to double this goal. Was there anything that hasn't felt as joyful as the book goal? And where are you at in relationship with that goal? For our listeners, we didn't prepare this. So I actually don't know what Seth will or won't share. And that is something special. You're hearing it for the first time here on the pod. There's a couple challenges that I have in my life around some real goals that I cannot control right now. There's one around family, around having a really present relationship with my kids. And so there's a parenting goal that I have around how do I parent people who are turning into teenagers. So that is a daily kind of process for me. There's some goals that I have around our business that I'm working on around coaching that I'm working on and yeah, travel goals that I'm working on. And they're not, I can't achieve them today. I can't actually say by February. And so for me, it's actually learning and asking the questions that I don't even know about and finding those people who are successful in it. And then going, what are you doing? How do I do that? And so I feel like sometimes a beginner in some of my big goals 
And then running, you know, I've called you and I've been like, I cannot do a half marathon. Like I can't even run an hour. (laughs) Oh gosh. I'm so glad this is recorded because when you run a half marathon, we will have this on recording to help you say, (laughs) remember when, and that is so beautiful. I I call you, I'm like, can I quit? And you're like, no. "No." And then I'm like, no, I don't mean that. (laughs) I just want to celebrate also for our listeners that you have been in the practice of everything from manifestation, meditation, declaring goals, self-development work for multiple decades. And for you to still wake up early into a new year with freshly set goals and feel like a beginner and feel scared and want to quit and not know how to achieve certain pieces of the puzzle is so normal. It's so okay. And so wherever you're at in your goal setting journey to just remember that it's all part of the puzzle. It's all part of the process. And so here's the doubling down. You've really planted a seed. If we look at our 2023 goals, where can we double down? And there's still time. There's nothing but time to double down your 2023 goals and make magic like Seth's. Oh, hey, before you go, you know, listening to podcasts on this thing called the internet, it's a wild ride. And what would be so helpful on our wild journey is if you would be so kind to jump on and give us a review. Four, maybe even five stars. It really helps. Thanks for joining us.